Good morning, welcome. It's Friday. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily. This Friday morning, welcome to my loft and um, uh, welcome from me, Golf. Do you know what? I think we need to sing, need to sing today. We've not sung for a while, have we? It'd be good to sing a song. Um, just, we're in the book of Hebrews. We've been, uh, the writer to Hebrews has been really reassuring these quite new believers that Jesus is sufficient for them. He is enough for them and he's enough for you and I too. And, and he's drawing the parallel with the Old Testament. These are probably uh, people with a Jewish background and the Old Testament where there were sacrifices and all those sort of things which all pointed to their fulfillment in the Lord Jesus. The high priest would go represent the people you know, oh, please, would you represent me? Would you get a pardon for me? Once a year, a day of atonement and so on. Jesus has done it once and for all. And we saw that yesterday. We've seen that through the week. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful truths. And uh, we're here now this morning, chapter 9, and we're at verse 16. And as always, we'll pray. Lord Jesus, open the eyes of our hearts. We want to see you more clearly. We want to love you more dearly. We want to value you more highly. You're a wonderful saviour. Please speak to us this morning, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So here we are. We ended up with those lovely words. You can't resist. Verse 14. How much more then with the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God. There's the whole trinity involved in your salvation and mine. The Lord Jesus Christ, his blood, eternal spirit offered up to God to, to uh, cleanse our consciences. To, to, oh, what a wonderful thing. We've been made new. Um, I'm thinking back again to, to the Garden of Eden when, when at the, sh the shame that Adam felt that he couldn't, you know, he couldn't, face God after his rebellion, you know, and uh, God was say, where are you? He had to hide his face. <laughs> no more shame. The blood of Jesus has cleansed us. Okay. Cleanse our conscience. So we're going to move on to some more imagery now to show us another part of what Jesus has done for us. It's verse, we, so we're now at verse 16. In the case of a will Right, okay, so now we talk about inheritance and something else that death uh, brings us into. Yes, we've talked about forgiveness. That's the death of the Lord Jesus on the cross for, brings forgiveness. But now we're going to see something else. It gives us an inheritance. In the case of a will, it's necessary to prove the death of the one who made the will. That makes sense, doesn't it? Because a will is enforced only when someone has died. It never takes effect while the one who, is, who made it is living. This is why even the first covenant was not put into effect without blood. A life has to be given, laid down before a, a will can come into being. When Moses had proclaimed every command of the law to all the people, he took the blood of the law to all the people, took the blood of, the, of calves together with water. It gets a bit technical now about the, the, the Levitical thing, laws and so on. Scarlet wool, branches of hyssop, sprinkled the scroll and the people. This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you to keep. 
in the same way he sprinkled with the blood both the tabernacle and everything in it in its ceremonies in fact the law requires that nearly everything to be cleansed with blood without the shedding of blood there's no forgiveness ah, there it is forgiveness that's what it's all about being forgiven so we can enjoy the presence of the Lord again paradise regained beautiful it was necessary then for the copies of the heavenly things to be purified with these sacrifices so the tabernacle as we've said through this week the tent of meeting little kind of corner of heaven on earth God's presence coming close but not that close don't come too close and uh, that's what the tabernacle a tent of meeting was a little bit of a, a picture of the uh, of, of, of heaven the presence of the of the Lord okay um, the heavenly things themselves uh, sorry but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifice than these for Christ did not enter a sanctuary made with human hands that was only a copy of the true one he entered heaven itself here we are so it's the, he's the ultimate priest and he's entered into the, the the ultimate holy of holies the presence of God in heaven the holy of holies beyond our comprehension just to say no no keep going keep going okay um nor did he enter heaven to offer himself again and again the way the high priest enters the most holy place every year with his blood that's not his own otherwise christ would have to suffer many times since the creation of the world but he has appeared once for all for, for, once for all at the culmination of the ages to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself we're living in significant days the culmination of the ages the new age has begun the age to come has begun Jesus has risen the, the, the forerunner the first fruits and the, the kingdom is breaking out uh, across the earth people are coming to know Jesus the kingdom is is among us the, 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 the Bible says so um, okay to do it do away with sin just as people are destined to die once and after that face judgment well that's the implication of when Jesus comes to, to bring in the kingdom yes it'll be a time for those whose sins are not forgiven and cleansed and pardoned the day of reckoning and we all know that's although we don't talk about it it's a it's it's right you read things in the news at times and you think will justice be done will these will people get away with the, the horrible awful things they do there will be a, a day of reckoning and that's what it's saying here when when the kingdom comes in all its fullness Christ, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many and he will appear a second time not to bear sin but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him I love that the Bible speaks about us longing for his appearance we don't think enough about that I think it's, it's such an important subject Paul speaks about those who are, who are longing for his appearing appearing I hope you are. Now, I know it's like scary. It is. It is scary, but it's wonderful. This is our inheritance. Yes, we've been forgiven. The inheritance that we get from this, the will, as it were, is a hope and a future. We're going to be in the presence of the Lord. In fact, when we see him, we're going to be like him, the Bible says. This is our inheritance. And those who are waiting for him, I hope you have got that sense of, 
of, of anticipation. As I say, I'm sure it's a bit sort of, oh, uh, oh it's going to be fairly, it'll be, this, it will be awesome, truly. You know, people talk about a cup of coffee being awesome. Not appropriate use of the word. Awesome means awe, overwhelming, on the knees. And his coming will be like that, but, but with, with, with great love for those that he has won and saved, redeemed and made his own. hope you do look forward to his appearing. So th this is our inheritance, the will. Uh, it, it, and it's begun because the, J Jesus died. So the, the, our inheritance, the will, the, the inheritance is already, we're, we're getting bits of it. The Bible tells us we have the first fruits of the, of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We've got a, a, the first fruits of, of our redemption, the first fruits of, uh, of, of heaven, the presence of the Lord, the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, a taster of what is to come. Folks, this is our inheritance. And we're going to sing a song because my time's nearly gone. And I think we'll do that one faithful. He's the all-sufficient one, the Lord Jesus. He's the all-sufficient one. Faithful God, faithful God, all-sufficient one, I worship you. Bowwater sings it far better than I do. Go check it out. Faithful God, all-sufficient one. Lord Jesus, thank you. This is true. Lord Jesus, you are all-sufficient one. You're our saviour. You've won our redemption. You, you've forgiven us. You've redeemed us. You've paid a price. You, you've brought us close. You, you're, you're there, our great high priest, interceding for us. What a, oh, and you're going to bring us home one day. Lord Jesus, you are our all-sufficient one and give us an ever-increasing vision of who you are and how amazing you are and warm our hearts with our devotion to you. In Jesus' name, go with us today. May we please you and enjoy you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Have a great day. And hey, see you on Sunday, I hope. Bye now.